2: Not bad, 40 to 45 degrees, not quite as cold as it's been for the last couple of mornings. And later today, our temperature will get to about 70 degrees. Expect increasing clouds and a chance of rain by around 10 to 11 p.m. The rain moves out by sunrise Saturday. We're mostly sunny, brisk, with temperatures in the upper 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
3: Right now, we are looking at 46 degrees at Fort Belvoir, 50 foggy bottom, 50 silver spring, We are back up to 50 and holding in our nation's capital. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. You're listening to WTOP,
1: Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
3: WTOP
4: News. Facts matter.
3: Good Friday morning, November 17th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Blaine. Coming up this early 2 a.m. hour for you Friday on WTOP. Breaking this morning, President Joe Biden has officially signed that temporary spending bill into law, ending the threat of a government shutdown. For now, we hear from Virginia's new Senate leader on a possible constitutional amendment on abortion. I'm Nick Einelli
5: Prison for an off-duty officer who killed two men. I'm Neil Augenstein.
3: It was a mixed day on Wall Street. Asian stocks may lead lower this morning. Good morning, 2 o'clock on
6: WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Fody, and we start with late word from San Francisco, where President Biden has now signed a temporary government spending bill that was finalized last night, preventing a threatened government shutdown. This pushes the budget fight into next year, but does not deal with the president's request for aid to Israel and Ukraine. Mr. Biden is in San Francisco taking part in a summit of Pacific nations, where he also announced a framework agreement on trade issues.
2: The president made the announcement at the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation, or
4: APEC, summit in San Francisco. We've
6: concluded an agreement to accelerate clean energy
4: transition in the Indo-Pacific region, including by enabling greater U.S. and private sector investment in clean energy innovation and infrastructure in our partner countries. The framework agreement also includes issues like supply
2: chain challenges and the impact of artificial intelligence. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington.
6: Now to the East War between Israel and the terrorist organization known as Hamas. There are reports of new efforts to arrange a prisoner exchange between the two sides involving some of those hostages taken by Hamas during its October 7th attack on Israel. Meantime, at that major Gaza hospital... The
7: Israelis are saying that they've found some sort of tunnel shaft. We don't know the significance of this and they haven't provided any more information. Certainly there has been pressure on the Israelis to really, substantiate this central claim. They've said that Hamas has a big command center right underneath the hospital, and this was a justification for their huge military operation there. Hamas has always denied that.
6: BBC reporter Nick Beek in Jerusalem. A new report from the House Ethics Committee renews calls by some of his fellow Republicans to have the House remove George Santos from office. They didn't just say he acted unethically they say he stole money
4: they didn't just say he had misconduct in office they say he committed fraud they said what they found paralleled the criminal case against him
6: congressional correspondent Scott McFarland Santos says he's not quitting but is not running for re-election either another very high-profile case if she said he said it's me, it's me. Singer Cassie, whose
2: real name is Cassandra Ventura, filed a federal lawsuit in New York accusing Sean Diddy Combs of rape and more than a decade of abuse. Cassie was once signed to Diddy's music label, and they dated when she was just 19. Diddy has denied the allegations. His lawyer says Cassie's been blackmailing him for months. Monica Ricks, CBS News.
6: In Los Angeles, Governor Gavin Newsom promises that part of I-10 currently closed. By Tuesday
4: next week, trucks, passenger vehicles in both directions uh, will be moving again.
6: This is CBS News. Make the hiring
4: process work for you with Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution. You can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at indeed.com slash credits.
5: Importers, this is Ronnie Mervis. You won't need a checkbook when you visit Mervis Diamond Importers, so leave yours at home. That's because at Mervis, we treat each client as an honored guest. We'll give you an entire diamond education so you can make your own intelligent choice. Then we'll show you the world's finest diamonds. You'll be so impressed. You'll see more diamonds than you thought possible. Nobody has a collection of certified diamonds which could remotely match ours. And each stone is perfect. You have my word. We'll even encourage you to look around town, to check everywhere else. We're so confident of our quality and value. We know you'll be back at Mervis. There is no sales pressure and no tactics. We simply offer the best diamonds money can buy for less than you think. Mervis is the only genuine diamond importer in the nation's capital. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Financing is available. Go to MervisDiamonds.com to learn more. For an appointment, call one eight hundred Her Love. Nobody pays retail anymore. Why should you?
3: WTLP News. Time now two oh four. And Friday morning, November 17th, 2023, it'll be mainly clear, pretty comfortable this overnight early morning, patchy fog by daybreak on your Friday, low 40s for the low. We're at 54 now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this morning after Democrats took control of Virginia's General Assembly last week in the election Senator Scott Sorvell, who is representing Fairfax County, was elected by members of his party to be the Senate's new majority leader. He tells WTOP's Nick Nelly this Friday morning he'll likely push for a constitutional amendment on the issue of abortion. Abortion played a major role in the election, but it's not over. Virginia's new Senate Majority Leader Scott Serville tells WTOP he'd support a state constitutional amendment that would guarantee a woman's right to an abortion.
4: I don't think there's any question that the House and the Senate are going to hopefully pass resolutions to put a woman's right to Make our own health care decisions into the Constitution of Virginia. The
3: resolution would need to pass in both the House and Senate during two separate legislative sessions. Then it would need to be approved by voters. It's a long and complicated process. So will Surville get to work on that right away?
4: We haven't had a real chance to talk about it as a caucus or talk to the House of Delegates about it. And I think it would have to be a joint decision. And Right now we're just getting organized. But anything's possible.
3: Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 2.05 Friday morning. An pentagon police officer sentenced to 25 years for shooting and killing two men he suspected were stealing cars near his local Tacoma Park condo. This happened a couple of years ago. He pleaded guilty to second-degree murder. Months after a mistrial
5: in the case. Here in Montgomery County Circuit Court, David Dixon apologized to the families of the victims. He said he instinctively reacted given his law enforcement training. But state's attorney John McCarthy reminded the judge that Dixon had no police powers in Maryland. He
4: fired five times. After assuming a military position to steady his aim.
5: The cousin for James Johnson said Dixon can get up and breathe every day, something his cousin and Dominique Williams can't do. In a casket six feet deep. The judge said Dixon will be eligible for parole after serving half of his sentence. In Rockville, Neil Orgenstein, WTOP News.
3: WTOP at 206. As it faces allegations of child sex abuse dating back years, the Archdiocese of Washington takes court action of its own here by trying to overturn a new local Maryland law.
0: In October, a new law that opened the door for survivors of child sex abuse to file suit, no matter how long ago the abuse took place, went into effect in Maryland. Now, as it defends itself against a group of allegations... The Archdiocese of Washington is arguing the law isn't constitutional. Jonathan Shakur, who represents the plaintiffs, responded.
4: Well, I speak for the survivors and saying I fervently believe this is a constitutional law.
0: And Shakur calls the action by the Archdiocese...
4: It's a betrayal of trust.
0: Attorneys for the Archdiocese disputed the allegations in the latest case, but also argued in their motion that the new law actually removes protections in the Maryland Constitution. Advocates and attorneys for survivors... Say they're not surprised by the legal challenge and expect it to move to the Supreme Court. Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
3: WTOP News Time now, 207. Baby, it's cold outside. As the cooler weather arrives, you may be sweating the higher utility bills. WTOP Scott Gelman has advice this
7: morning, explains there's some things you can do to avoid that. Setting the thermostat to 68 degrees or lower can go a long way in keeping energy bills down. Peggy Fox with Dominion Energy suspects it's a sweet spot for many people.
0: Each degree above 68 degrees can significantly increase your heating
7: bill. She advises residents to take steps to prevent heating systems from working harder, which she says leads to expensive bills.
0: The colder it is outside, the harder your heating system is working to keep your home warm.
7: You could consider a smart thermostat that lowers temperatures overnight or when your home is empty.
0: Make sure that thermostat is installed properly and also is compatible with your HVC.
7: And she recommends checking your air filter every month.
0: If you've got a dirty air filter, your system is going to have to work even harder.
7: Scott Gelman,
3: WTOP News. It's Friday, November 17th. Glad you're with us. 208 on WTOP. Welcome Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in this early morning
7: with Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. The accident, 95 southbound in Maryland, is just past the intercounty connector. Maryland 200 two right lanes are blocked. So move over to the far left lane as you come out of Howard County southbound 95 in Virginia, just after the southbound 95 entrance ramp to south of Warrenton Road. That crash uh, narrows the ramp, and it involves a tractor trailer. They're making a lot of progress on that accident northbound 28 at Westfields Boulevard. We had word that it was cleared. That has not been cleared because a VDOT remains on on the scene, but they say it should be reopened in just a little while, so have hope right now. However, both directions of 66 at the exit ramps, they are still blocked by this accident activity. The southbound side is open. The main lanes, the left shoulder, however, blocked, you'll see the activity. And once you get to 66, be aware of the work zone on the westbound side between 29 and Centerville and 28. You're going to find the maintenance activity taking away a couple of lanes to the left side. There are no, no other active work zones either side out of 66 between the uh, Centerville area and the Beltway. Also in Fairfax County, Sunset Hills Road closed between Dressage Drive and Hunter Mill Road. This is because of fire department activity. Fire hoses running across the roadway as crews work on a nearby structure fire. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic.
2: Mostly clear skies early this morning our temperature starting out in the low to mid 40s across the area and with the south wind for the day we'll see our temperature carry up to around 70 degrees it could be the last 70 degree day for a while i've got a cooler pattern for the rest of the month now we are tracking the next weather maker your first alert weather team chance of rain by 10 to 11 p.m rain will be ending well before sunrise on saturday we do have sunshine on tap for saturday during the day but a gusty wind and temperatures in the upper 50s, it will feel more like we're in the low to mid 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
3: Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in home estimate.
4: Money news at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street heads into the Friday session with solid gains for the week and the latest economic figures pointing to a gradual slowdown with no more interest rate hikes from the Fed. Still, the market hit a wall on Thursday, leaving the averages narrowly mixed. The Dow was lower. The S&P and Nasdaq gained. Home builders continue to sour on the market. They've been forced to cut prices and offer incentives as high mortgage rates keep many buyers away. An index of builder confidence fell this month for a fourth straight month. There is some relief from high borrowing costs. Freddie Mac says mortgage rates are down for a third week, averaging 7.44%. IBM is suspending its advertising on X, the social media platform formerly called Twitter. A report from Media Matters showed ads from IBM and others running next to pro-Nazi posts. IBM says it has zero tolerance for hate speech. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. You're with WTOP
2: 19
0: Lane.
1: Heads up, Falls Church, the future of driving has arrived. Buyer Kia is turbocharging your Friday evening with the grand unveiling of the all-new Kia EV9, the electrifying experience you've been waiting for. But it's not just about the car. Get ready for an electrifying evening packed with pulse-pounding music, gourmet hors d'oeuvres, and refreshing drinks. And did we mention... A raffle extravaganza? One lucky guest could speed off with a brand new PS5. It's fun, features, and fabulous prizes all under one roof. Come see us Friday, October 13th, 4 to 8 p.m. at Buyer Kia on Broad Street in Falls Church. So buckle up, mark those calendars, and join us for an event that's more than a launch. It's a revolution. Buyer Kia's EV9 launch. We're charged up and waiting for you. Feeling you overlooked there.
7: by your business bank? Treated like another number in a sea of digits? At Capital Bank, we see beyond the numbers. We see the drive behind each business. While others are pulling back, we're pushing ahead, providing businesses with the loans and lines of credit they need to thrive. Capital Bank, turning ifs and buts into plans and profits. We're not just in your zip code, we're in your corner. CapitalBankMD.com. Member FDIC.
1: Washington's top news. WTOP.
4: Facts matter.
3: To the world of sports, we turn Friday morning on WTOP. She's a big part of the NFL games you watch on Thursday night and on Fox on Sunday afternoons.
4: Wilson, quick game break. Back to Carissa Thompson.
3: But this week, Teresa Thompson actually made very controversial admissions about her work practices as an NFL sideline reporter. On the Pardon My Take podcast, as it's called, she discussed this week her time as a sideline reporter and said there were instances, apparently, where she completely made up sideline reports because coaches did not provide her with any material to share on the air. This morning, WTOP's Dimitri Sodas digs deeper in this situation, talking with USA Today sports columnist Christine Brennan, who says Thompson, she thinks, should be fired.
8: If I ever did this, I would expect to be fired. In fact, I'd probably just walk out the door because I know that I would not belong anymore in, in journalism or even in broadcasting, which I've certainly done a, my share of that, too. I guess maybe people could say that broadcasters like Thompson or whomever someone might want to say are not journalists, they're broadcasters, and there is a difference, certainly, in the a sense there shouldn't be but but that they're entertainers or i think that would be an argument that some might try to make and okay make it but then let everyone know that you're making stuff up and see how they respond as viewers or readers or whomever this is absolutely unacceptable as someone who has covered football teams, including the local team, as you know, uh, as I've done, and, and the meticulous way that uh, that I and so many of my colleagues, hundreds and hundreds of colleagues that I've watched over the years, double-check a quote, triple-check a quote. We all tape-record things to make sure we get it exact. And to think that now she is just admitting that she's just making stuff up. I'm kind of surprised she hasn't already been fired, but I guess maybe nothing should surprise me anymore.
7: (laughs) There's a point to be made about how coaches do have a certain way of speaking, and you can almost predict or get close to what they might say.
8: Oh, absolutely. Yes, for sure. And I've done some sideline reporting. Uh, Golf, if you can call it sideline reporting, women's golf, LPGA. I've done uh, basketball, Ivy League basketball, men's and women's years ago, and and ESPN basketball, women's basketball, and other things. So I've done it. And it can be a little much when you're interviewing someone a player a coach and they're kind of just giving you one cliche after another but that's when if you are a journalist trained to be a journalist as I am or if you can use your brains you come up with interesting questions or you fire back and say okay but that's we knew that but what about this and you do your job and you elicit responses that are interesting Or I would say, and this is not uh, Thompson's fault per se, uh, Dimitri, but I would say, then for the networks don't have anyone there and I'm not saying that that's what you should do but if you can't do a job if it's that bad then just why waste anyone's time including the broadcaster's time to do the interview if you're going to just get just nonsense and so that would be the, the leadership of the network to make that decision this is about journalism basic journalism are you believable are you trusted are you abiding by the ethics of being a, a journalist and and to me that's that's why this is
3: just absolutely egregious. On Skype, that's USA Today sports columnist Christine Brennan, who's also a contributor to ABC News and CNN, and a conversation with our Dimitri Soto. quick look now at the top stories we're following for you. Early Friday morning on WTOP, 50 million people at least are expected to drive somewhere for Thanksgiving, and if you're driving, you will want to consider avoiding certain times to have a smoother, less congested ride. Advice ahead. George Santos says he will not run for another term in the House, but the New York Republican could still be facing expulsion after a scathing House Ethics Committee report that came out this week. And the latest in the Middle East. Are Israel and Hamas closer to a deal to free hostages Friday morning or farther apart? Some answers coming up. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks on WTOP
7: an accident northbound uh, northbound 28 up in Fairfax County at Westfield's Boulevard reported cleared by Vdot they say all lanes are now open on the northbound side all lanes were already open on the southbound side also the exit ramps both directions of 66 at 28 have been reopened also in Fairfax County Sunset Hills Road shut down between Dresses Drive and Hunter Mill Road because of fire department activity fire hoses running across the roadway as crews work on a nearby structure fire southbound 95 in Maryland just past the intercounty connector. Two right lanes are closed because of the accident traffic getting by in the far left lanes without difficulty, not seeing any major delays on the southbound side of 95 or either direction of 95, actually between the two beltways and the BW Parkway running in the clear between 495 and 695, 50 leaving the capital beltway to the east clear to the Bay Bridge. At the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span is closed with two-way operations on the westbound span, one lane open either direction with the center lane closed as a buffer. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic.
2: Not quite as pretty today as it was yesterday, but we still... We're going to have another warm one coming our way. This morning, not too cold, 40 to 45 degrees. Temperatures will quickly rise to around 70 during the afternoon. Not going to be quite as pretty with clouds on the increase. And with the next weather maker, we've got some rain coming our way. Starting at about 10 to 11 p.m., may get about a tenth of an inch of rain as that rain will be ending by sunrise Saturday. Mostly sunny skies for the upcoming weekend. Upper 50s on Saturday, feeling more like we're in the low to mid 50s with a gusty wind. Lighter winds on Sunday with sunshine close to 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
4: You're with WTOP and Dean
7: Lane. At Uline, the prevailing opinion is, if you don't live it, you don't believe it. The people at Uline believe in hard work, and they live it. By being there 24-7 to answer your call, having 41,000 items in stock, and offering same-day shipping from 12 locations across North America. Business owners, sellers, buyers, shippers and packers, believe it. Uline is the hard-working, dependable source for your shipping and industrial supplies. Visit Uline.com. The WTOP charity of the month is New Futures. For nearly 25 years, New Futures has been disrupting generational poverty by offering young people in the DMV affordable pathways to post-secondary education and in-demand careers. New Futures scholars are 95% black and Latinx, and 90% are first in their families to attend college. Nearly all have faced systemic barriers limiting access to higher education and the workforce. Learn how your donation can help young people earn college degrees and achieve financial well-being at newfuturesdc.org
3: the best values of the year are this weekend at diamonds direct save an extra 20 percent store wide rings earrings
4: bracelets bands designer jewelry it's our biggest and final store wide sale of 2023 and we're holding nothing back shop
3: early for christmas and get the year's best value prices thousands of engagement rings on sale too plus special financing this is the big one with in-store designer
4: appearances all weekend including sunday in tyson's corner and coming soon to our new location in rockville diamonds direct your love our passion Traffic takes a
3: turn for the worse. You'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland.
1: Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. I heard it on WTOP.
4: WTOP News.
1: Facts
3: matter.
4: This is it's WTOP News.
3: A mistrial declared this week in the trial of a former Kentucky officer charged in the death of Brianna Taylor. The 26-year-old you'll remember was shot and killed during a police raid on her apartment in Louisville back in 2020.
2: The 12-member jury was considering two counts, one in relation to Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend and the other in relation to her neighbors. Now, for each count, the judge had instructed the jurors to unanimously determine if former Louisville police detective Brett Hankison had beyond a reasonable doubt deprived the victims from their constitutional rights to be free from unreasonable force involving a dangerous weapon or an attempt to kill. The jurors obviously couldn't agree on all of that.
3: CBS correspondent Roxana Saberi in Louisville. Prosecutors in the case say Hankinson fired five gunshots through a bedroom window that night. Another five through a sliding glass door. None of his bullets actually hit anyone. But prosecutors in the case say Hankinson violated the civil rights of Taylor, her boyfriend, and several neighbors when he fired his gun that night. The man who broke into former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's San Fran home and attacked her husband Paul with a hammer last year is found guilty. The jury in San Francisco needed just eight hours to
2: find David DePapp guilty of attempted kidnapping of a federal official and assault on a family member.
4: Drop the hammer. Um,
2: The attack was caught on police body cam video when they responded to Paul Pelosi's call for help in October of 22. The 43-year-old DePap had no reaction in court. He had testified he had been intending to hold Nancy Pelosi hostage and break her kneecaps if she lied to him. DePap, in court, echoed right-wing conspiracy theories. He also faces a state trial on numerous charges. I'm Jackie Quinn. D.C.
3: Police here at home say a social media post led them to the main suspect in the shooting death of 14 year old Nico. E Step. was shot and killed outside the Crown gas station on 14th Street in Columbia Heights earlier this month. 17-year-old Lorenzo Thompson was arrested and charged as an adult with second-degree murder in the case. According to court documents obtained by NBC4, just three days after that shooting, Thompson apparently got on Instagram live, posting a video bragging about the crime, while at the same time wearing the very same jacket and sneakers seen on the gunman. In the gas station surveillance footage, police in the case say they found a magazine at the same kind used in that gun in the shooting during a search of Thompson's bedroom. They also say they don't currently have a motive for the shooting. Stay tuned. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
4: Tell us what you're seeing on your commute. Call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. Washington's top news, traffic and weather, keeping you informed 24-7, 365. Sports
3: at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red.
7: Thursday night football saw both starting quarterbacks suffer injury scares, but the Baltimore Ravens cruise past the Burrow-Less Bengals 34-20 to bolster their division lead with an 8-3 record. Despite losing top target Mark Andrews to an ankle injury on the game's opening drive, Lamar Jackson shrugged off his own ankle injury to throw for two touchdowns. He rushed for 54 yards to pass Randall Cunningham for the fourth most rushing yardage among quarterbacks. Joe Burrow arrived at M&T Bank Stadium with his right throwing wrist wrapped and injured it on his first half touchdown pass. He did not return in a battle of blue blood.